And now, detailing success in PNS Double Black present the Rennie Doyle Podcast, a podcast for blue-collar entrepreneurs. Hosted by the detailer of Air Force One and founder of both detailing success and the detail mafia, Rennie Doyle. Wow, I didn't have that announcement right. <laughs> almost. We're getting close. Yeah. Almost, almost. Hey, good morning. Hey there. So, uh, getting, skinnier, getting skinnier and skinnier. I'm trying. You know, these I was are. Uh, too. I, I, you know, I've only gained three pounds back that I that I lost, but had a lot of shit. Well, going I had on. I had two Thanksgivings last week, and um, I only That'll gained like two, two pounds. So God, awesome. I think I did all right. That's awesome. Hey, I want to, I want to take it real quick. I want to reach out. Is Hans right on, dude? Hey, how's it going, bud? Uh, good morning, Facebook users. Um, yeah, the ones that say Facebook user, unfortunately, they're watching from within a group, and because because of group rules, it doesn't show their names. Gotcha. But, uh, gotcha. That's all right. Yeah, Mike's Auto Detailing. Uh, what's up, man? Hey, Corey. Good morning. Hans. Good morning. Facebook users. Good morning. Um, God, we got to go. We got we got a lot. Mike's Auto Detailing in the house. Uh, we've got uh, God. There's a lot of people named Facebook user. Um, yeah, well, it could be it could be from the Beadmaker Lounge group. It could be from uh, the Mafia group. It could be from. I think there's one other, but anyway, at least those two. Well, look at this. Check this out. Auto automorphic detailing. Is that how you pronounce it? That's a cool name. That's yeah, a, that's uh that's uh what do you call it um oh now my mind went blank it's yeah, uh that's a cool name. it's ronnie and, and shang oh no yeah you know what it is shit my bad god i love that name i didn't even recognize it at first hey josh welcome he's on frank what's up dude uh sarah what's up and uh mr nunos is in the house whoa hey rick rick walling's on rick what's up dude He's uh well I'll tell you those guys that don't know Rick, um we're exactly the same age. I'm almost to the day. Did you know that, Chris? We're oh we're yeah, like, oh yeah. We're 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 just a couple days apart in age. Um, oh my buddy, my buddy Pete's on too up in Northern California. Pete, what's up, dude? Pete's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh yeah. So Rick, Rick's been at it a long time, man. He's a wealth of information, and uh, it's pretty cool. He's he showed me some he showed me some stuff in business and tricks that we've brought into to teaching not just you know the people that we uh we train here in the in the shop but also you know just speaking and stuff we share his messages all over the all over the world i've talked about it so pretty amazing guy but so hey uh today's podcast we're new podcast you're in actions that true entrepreneurs do so we're going to start kind of um i'm going to i'm going to kind of share what you know through the years of what we've done with our different businesses, um, you know, this time of year, not, I think, I think it's pretty average with, with people that are pretty seasoned in business, but I think that we're going to maybe kind of show you guys some, some new uh, ways of thinking and doing things and all that. Before we get started, I got uh, some stuff to cover. For, first off, we lost a serious pillar for a, a friend uh, in the industry. Uh, Chris Evans, detailers, dictionary uh, author, a uh, couple books, amazing man. Uh, unfortunately passed away very, very young. Um, this guy is Chris. I never saw him without a smile. I never, he never, he always had kind words. Um, he was so, you know, to put a dictionary together, I didn't really understand it. And I've got his signed copy. I should have brought it over. 
that I've had all these years of the first book, but he, um, it's, it's, it, it's just more of what we talk a lot about, Chris, is that you just, you know, there's, there's an expiration date on all of us. And, uh, yeah, you don't know when that expiration date is. The number's hidden. Yeah. That's for sure. It is. And so, you know, our hearts go out, rest in peace, Chris, we'll see you again. And, uh, to his family, um, kind of sad, um, little brighter note today, funny story with Diane. So Diane does not drink coffee. My wife does not like coffee. And I got this bougie, as she calls it, coffee machine, right? Chris has seen it. It's kind of a discussion. Although the last group, man, I'll tell you, our, our cost per per cup uh, now is now, now everybody's saying even, even the, uh, I sent the, our CPA, uh, we're going to get into CPA. And I said, she kind of bitched at me too for spending that much money on a coffee machine. But um, I sent her the report because you can make reports on how many drinks. And though I thought, I think I originally told you, Chris, they, they drank about 70 cups. That was off by 30 cups. They, they drank just shy of a hundred cups while they're here, oh, uh, which I did because now the cost I'm down at uh, kind of high end of, 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 of uh, Starbucks uh, per cup. So <laughs> the cost per cup's coming down. So it'll, if it'll, you're here with me, please. Uh, oh, so funny story. So Diane comes out and she has this fufu drink at work, right? And uh, Diane got a really good opportunity. We'll go into that another time, but she actually took a full-time uh, career position, which is I'm really proud of her. But <laughs> this morning we get up and I'm out doing it. She goes, maybe I'll maybe I'll try something. And so I make I make you know what I make. It's called a flat white. And she smells it. And she goes, nah, I don't want that taste in my mouth all day. And I was like, ah, oh, you sissy. But uh, she almost did it. And so we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put a like a hidden camera up. We've got, you know, security cameras. I think I'm going to reinstall one right there to just get her, <laughs> see if she likes it or if she, you know, makes a funny face when she has it. But I think, I think she's going to like it. Um, so how was, I mean, we talked a little bit. Thanksgiving was just this last week. Um, yeah. You know, I had, I had my two, I had two Thanksgivings. I had to, uh, my, didn't have to, I mean, you know, but you know, it make it sound like it's a chore, but my, uh, my in-laws were in town. So my, my wife's sister and her four kids, five is four kids. So they came from Iowa. And uh, so with my wife's side of the family, there were about 20 people around all the time. So um, even though we kind of took the week off, laid low, um, it wasn't all that quiet of a week. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. but then I had a second Thanksgiving with my mom and dad on Sunday uh, because uh, every other year we have to move the schedule around to accommodate everybody's families. But, um, I remember those days, you know, but, uh, but I only gained two pounds all week. So I did, you know, I think that's a win in most cases. <laughs> oh, I think and, that's uh, good. And I, I still fit into this shirt. I have to bring this shirt up because I've been waiting to wear this shirt for a year. Um, yeah, it looks, you look good, man. You look good. A, I'm really proud of you. A Porsche with a Christmas tree on top. So, right. I couldn't wear it in July. I, I uh, I blew it because I had a cool shirt that you haven't seen yet, and but I had, I got up and and, and went out uh, walking with Boomer this morning, so our our plans kind of changed. Uh, is we were supposed to go on a Boomer and I, um, Diane, you know, with her new career, she couldn't leave unfortunately, so Boomer and I were going to take and deliver our Chevelle back to buddy of ours, Rodnecks, back in in Kentucky, for um, a restoration, and uh, so we just kept running into snags and this will, it's, it was, you know, I haven't rented a U-Haul in a long time. 
you can't find trailer. You can't find U-Hauls. Uh, I went here locally and they had like one truck in the whole town and no car hauling trailers, N not even any dollies. Not that I'd tow it with a dolly. So that was the first struggle. But then, you know, when we foot, we decided, okay, we're not going to do that. The expense was crazy. And so we're just going to buy a trailer. I'll use it for something else eventually. But then um, Boomer kind of had a little bit of a setback is that our normal vet that's up here is going into private practice. You haven't even heard this is going into private practice. So, they had a new vet come in at 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 the our, our our animal hospital up here, and she's really not too. I'm, I'm sure she's a great vet, but she's not great for Boomer. You know, he's 14 and a half. He's got a heart condition, and so he was having some problems, and she just she just wasn't getting it. And so it, it, I got to take him down today to see a specialist. But huh. that was the second thing. But him and I did get out in camp. We went four wheel driving. But while we're on that trip off roading with the with the overland rig is uh brand new airbags put in and um uh, the, the the driver's side airbag completely failed uh we can't it's not holding air at all and uh so we we're we're gonna kind of change the system over and go with a uh, bluetooth system and and build it like it was so that was so we ended up having thanksgiving here it was really cool to be around darren and diane and juan it was just small just four of us and all the dogs and went out and rode the horses and life's good Cool. So, hey, Ryan December Horn. is my favorite month. You, you dig? Yeah. Do you, do you dig December? Do you like Christmas time? I do. I do. It always uh, it always comes up really fast, goes by really fast, and is always really busy. But other than that, it's good. <laughs> it is. You know, it's, it's just it's. I, and I remember, you know, your dad. You got kid. You know, young kids still. And I remember those days. Ours is. You know, we've got one part-timer darren's going to school and uh it's kind of kind of sad it's cool she she wanted to really hang out lately and so we uh we had a busy night last night but we we got we're we're hung around and have you seen the new series wednesday nuh -uh. oh yeah so i it's, heard about it's, it though yeah so we're watching that it's actually pretty good it's actually pretty good so we started that last night and uh or no night before but it's pretty cool when your adult kids want to hang out with you and, you know, her and a boyfriend and makes me pretty proud. So the other kids are all over the freaking country and doing their thing and, and, uh, just reality. Right. So, so, Hey, I, I also wanted, Chris doesn't know that this is on the notes, but, um, a lot of people don't realize how much work Chris puts into this, into the podcast. Well, into everything we do, but I just wanted to publicly say, Chris, thanks for all the efforts you, you do a lot. And there's a lot of times you're looking at notes, you know, late at night and, and we just, <laughs> We, the, the good news about this is we just had, we just outlined basically the next nine or 10 episodes, you know, in this last week, um, because both of us, we took some time off, but we didn't take as much time off as we should have. Uh, but we still had a pretty good, you know, we didn't work too hard, but. Um, no, you got you to stay on top of things though. You do. But I wanted to say thank you. And Chris does a lot. And uh, it, it uh, you guys, Shout out some love to him because he, he does a great job of keeping this thing going. Um, so with that, you want to dive into this and, and yeah, let's jump do in it. because you, you, you know, you, you, you've become such a huge, massive part of how you, you and I are both thinkers and we put things out there quite a, we like things neat and tidy. You much more than me, <laughs> you know, but I'm a visionary and then you bring all the loose strings together. Right. We, you know, I think we both, we really compliment each other that way. 
Well, but, it's a vi vi visionary and implementer uh, relationship there. There you go. That's exactly it. And so the year end is really it's it's right here. And planning for the for the new year is important, but planning for the year end is important. And I, I kind of want to take in, in in a lot of you. This might be some review, but I think there's going to be some nuggets in here for for everybody, or at least I hope so. And so here, here's what's been happening in my life the the past couple months, and I'm just going to run through this. Is that we've we really took and we scheduled out, and this is something that uh, that I implemented, and 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 I wanted Chris and I to do it. You guys all hear that he doesn't go on enough vacation, but what you don't know is I don't either. And we've been working really hard. Somebody said the other night, "God, man, dude, you look tired." And I was like, "Well, fuck, I work my ass off." You know, Chris works his ass. Yeah, I look tired. Um, no, you know, no, no. Hard. November was li literally is and was our busiest month of the year. Yeah. 21 days no. for me. I think 21 days, pretty close to that for you. 21 days in a row. We just didn't stop. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, we took in, we scheduled out our important moments of time is that I said, Chris, we're not going to do in 2023 what we did in 2022. We're going to fit in our business into our life, not our life into our business. And so uh, I was really proud. You guys will know that Chris went through and, and scheduled, you know, all of his his wife's vacation time and days off and everything else. And we're working around that schedule. And then I went in and, and, and did the same thing. And, and I think that's important. We used to do that all the time, but just things got busy. Right. And, yep. you know, one of the things that I did this for, and, and I was telling a really good friend of mine last night, um, he's a JAG officer in the guard is that I've got this, you know, I volunteer, I've, I've been volunteering for major things, and putting a lot, not, not, not writing checks. I'm talking my time since I was a teenager. And I really want to get back to that. I, I just, I have this sense, you know, it's been search and rescue. It's been, I've done stuff with homeless. I've done all kinds of different things, but you know, I'm, I'm looking for something that I can really sink my teeth into and really, really it, it's about helping others. And I, I'm not sure where that's going yet, you know, and, but I, I want to get back to that. That that's my roots. It's my, it's a huge part of my life in this last, few years well, COVID really put a damper on it. Right. You know, for so many things, but even aside from that, I just, God, I just really want to give and, and I'm not bullshitting. I just, it's been something that's been a huge part of me. And I, I, I thought it was really important to, to schedule out some time to give. Um, and I asked Chris to do the same thing. And so with that was, those were action items we took. And then next from there, you know, we're, we're no dummies. The economy's changing, you know, and so we've really connected at a much more intense level with our bookkeeper, our financial planner, and our CPA. Now, we're lucky because our bookkeeper and our financial planner are two in the same. Is It's a company. It's a family-owned business. Um, one spouse does all the bookkeeping. The other one does all the financial planning. And, and then their CPA, our CPA, they've worked together for years, too. And... Um, it's I'm really tracking our numbers carefully and I'm really listening to their input and they're financial experts and they're very, very careful. And that, they, they, you know, every, every, we literally sit down and, and talk about every week right now, or at least biweekly. Um, and so I'm that that's, uh, you know, I'm watching the economy, I'm watching our numbers. I'm, you know, it, it's, 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 we're trying to put really accurate graphs together because we want to see what things do and we want to get not just, you know, it's not just for right now, it's it's for the future too. And so we're really, we wanna see what we do and how we do. And and so we've, we're doing that right now. 
we're tracking the market or at least the stocks and our retirement accounts, you know, and, and during when things get like this, in the economy, I tend to be really be conservative. I really pull back. I'm not looking at high risk things. I'm, I'm looking at maintaining my money. And then when things get better, then, then I go a little stronger. And, and with that being said though, is I don't, I'm not conservative when it comes to gaining market share and our other businesses, meaning that I know people are going to be, weaker and i'm going to be stronger and so while i'm conservative on long-term investments i'm very very aggressive on going after our business uh oh we got music going sorry about um, that, that no, you're, you're you're cool and then i'm tracking real estate is that you know back between 08 and, and 2016 there was a lot of opportunities that came up especially in those that the 08 through 2012 is that I found a lot of, of really cool opportunities to jump on real estate wise that was owner financing and real creative things that people, um, you know, things weren't selling. So people that were a little older or a little wealthier were coming up with really creative ways to sell properties. And I took advantage of that. And we're really going to take advantage of it this time um, is I, I check my financial health app daily. Uh, what's that mean is I've got is our bookkeepers and our, our they, they basically set up a, you know, a, a, uh, a dashboard like a car and it just tells me where I'm at every single day. They, it gets up, automatically updated. They go in and feed it information um, at least three days a week. And I can look at things instantly. I can look at sales cycles and compare it to years past, months past, quarters past, weeks past. If I go into week 53, of last year and the year before I can compare them, all kinds of cool things. Um, I'm looking for patterns of change. I'm, I'm analyzing um, our, our businesses and what, what we're doing. I'm analyzing our marketing, paying attention to what's working, what's not working, what's what's out there. Are we wasting money? Uh, it's not necessarily when you go into a challenging economy, it's not what you're making, it's about what you're spending. And so I'm really conservative on that. Um, I've got weekly financial advisor meetings, you know, as mentioned, as we go over the general finance health and make sure that everything's good um, is I'm looking at before tax contributions. This is huge. And I don't care if you're brand new. You need to be looking at this is young people, you know, or, or it doesn't matter. I don't care if you're I don't care if you're 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 20 or you're 60 is that you got to put away. And so I'm looking at different, you know. Diane got really aggressive with this with this career that she's got. She just got had this amazing opportunity. She's kind of bored, you know. She's she's stay at home mom and and worked in our various businesses really hard through the years. And then and then now with us having to outsource so much of the financial stuff just because we we should right. And it's not her forte. Is this was a great opportunity for her and she's just stacking retirement for us. It's pretty cool. But I'm also looking at health savings accounts. And I'm looking at other opportunities that are out there for before tax contributions, you know, so where we can take and 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 be rewarded for what we're making, but not pay taxes on it now and have a nest egg for later. Um, right now is that I usually have, I'd say I talk to my CPA at least once a month normally. Right now, it's at least bi-weekly is that we're looking at projected tax liabilities um, do I need to invest before the end of the year right now? Um, you know, last year is, 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 is 2021. We got a call a, a little past, uh, it was the, it was the um, second quarter, just the start of the second quarter. And our CPA said, hey, buy a truck. You need, you're going to need a write-off 
is sell the truck you got now. And I really didn't want to, you know, I was like, well, you know, I really don't need a new truck. My truck's only got 50,000 miles. It's seven years old. It's in great shape. looks brand new. But her point was, well, you're either going to go buy it or you're going to give that exact amount of money to the government. And so we went out, we listened to her, we bought it. And boy, I'll tell you, it's, it was a night. It saved us a lot of money um, by doing that. Um, you know, our, again, I've said our tax liabilities. A lot of people don't know what that is, is that whether you're a sole proprietor, I, I want to know what, you know, if you're if you're filing at the end of the year, you got to be putting money away to file those and you got to kind of have an estimate. And so we do quarterly, you know, filings just to make it a little easier. And so we do an estimated a lot of times and sometimes we overpay. We never underpay is we, we, we try to overpay and we don't try to get it right on the dime. We're always a little over. It works yeah. out in the end. It's fine. Right. I do the I do the same thing. I, I pay him quarterly and I try and pay a little bit more than I think mm -hmm. um, just to be on the safe side. You know, somebody who was it that once said, uh, I don't I don't know who it was, but, you know, if the. Uh, well, anyway, I forgot. <laughs> it doesn't matter, but I'd rather I'd rather play it safe. You know, no, well, it, it, exactly it. And 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 in that way, too, a lot of people don't think about that is the quarterly thing is a lot of small business getting tax, you know, tax situations, right? Well, by going quarterly, it makes it so much easier to do. And it's not just such a, it doesn't matter if you're a bigger company or a small company, it doesn't matter. Listen, we're all, we're all small companies in the grand scheme of things. It's just how small are you and how, how big of a small company are you? And so, you know, basically looking at it and treating it that way is really smart. It makes it easier, you know, and, um, and, and it's pretty cool. Like we got a letter from the state of California, you know, asking about our payroll taxes. And so as soon as I got that, you know, I fired it off to our, our uh, bookkeeper and um, I got confirmation of a letter being sent back to the state response that, that, that really put them in, 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 in check with everything. And so it's really nice to have those, those, those uh, relationships. The other thing we're doing right now is that is we're doing basically a, a, a deep dive into our profit and loss statements is that it's already done for us. We've, we've looked at the, the second, uh, you know, first, first, first and second quarter, first quarter, we did it uh, during the second quarter. And then the second and third quarter, we really just dove in. Well, by doing that, by doing that deep dive is that I took and was able to communicate some things that my CPA didn't understand. It ended up saving us thousands of dollars by doing that deep dive, by going in and just communicating our intent and what what we're using different things for, things that she didn't totally understand were were actual business expenses is or or she didn't understand or she told me, hey, you need to put this in the company's name or there's a lot of different variations. But the point is, is that when she got clarification of where my mind was, is that she's able to go to work and, and on our behalf. Um, the other thing we do now is 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 we there's a push for payments is that one of the things that we've worked on for over the 20 years, Diane's done a, 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 a really good job at this is building up our line of credit. I've talked about that a lot on the podcast and we've we've basically for the last two decades have really and, and it's not that we use it. It's not even though if we don't need it, but what it is, is the line of credit. It's really nice to like grow and to, and to do things with that money for your business. But it's also there for us in case we do need it. And so, you know, we had a situation just arise to where I, I had to say, look, man, we need to get this. You know, we need to get some payments going. 
because it's going to make our, our third and fourth quarter kind of look bad if we don't get these payments and we've worked too hard to, you know, screw up our, our, our good, um, our good outlook with our financial institutions that work with us. And so, you know, I went to, I went to the, to the uh, companies and I told them what we needed and it, and it, and it all worked out. But that, again, that was talking to our CPA and her and, and me understanding how important it was uh, on something that I didn't think was a real big deal. And, and it ended up, it's going to, it's going to really save us some heartache uh, in the long you know, run. And, and what, whether you're, whether you operate on a calendar year or a fiscal year, you know, getting your accounts receivables all, you know, squared away before the end of that year is really important, you know, for, for not only your books, but also for their books, to be honest, you know, yeah, and it um, is, it is. And then in a, you know, in, in addition to that, you know, you might be thinking, oh, I'm just a detailer. I don't have like huge accounts receivables, you know, and hopefully you don't, hopefully you're getting paid right off the bat. But um, as your businesses grow and you've developed relationships with, you know, either other companies nearby or even car dealerships or whatever it is, you might have as much as 30 day terms on some things. You just want to make sure that's getting taken care of timely. Absolutely. And then there's other things, there's benefits, you know, if you can get paid on things and then if, you, if you've got capital investments, you need to make um, equipment for your company is those are, you know, talk with your tax professional. Those may be right. So if you've got, you know, if you're if you're making it, you know, you it, again, our goal is to pay our fair share and, and, and pay our taxes. But on the same token is is use use the what the IRS has set out as write-offs legitimately. And so a lot of the times by getting paid is not only are you helping your books, like you just said, Chris, but you're also helping your company in, in reduce a improving your, your equipment and your business, maybe even property, whatever it may be. But uh, you're also reducing that tax liability because that, that money you're using is going to a good source and you can write it off. And so, there's big picture things that you need to start thinking about. Um, and then, you know, we always ask ourselves is what went right and what didn't we like? It's not all, pro not, not all profits are, are good profits, you know? And a lot of people don't see that. There's things that, you know, there's, there's, there's times it might be a service that you're selling. Um, it might be a customer that you really, it, it, the, it's, it's no longer worth it, you know, and you've got to look at those things as we had customers that were really hard to deal with their staff. And some of our staff just didn't mind it because they're regulars and it, you know, kept us all business. But then there was, there's a staff that were just, you just knew they didn't have, you know, it just wasn't worth it. And so you've got to look at those things. It's not all money's good money. Uh, is what I taught when I was younger. And so you got to think about that, but then ask yourself some really, really hard questions as entrepreneurs is did, did, did my business, um, support my life am i am i working my life into the ground while i'm doing the business i mean hey look you're gonna have to work your ass i still work my ass off all these years later but you've got to be able to take in and and i'm never going to put the, the brakes on never never going to put the brakes on uh, I'll, I'll i just can't imagine but i do like to go um on country roads every once in a while you're not you don't always have to be on the freeway is you can take the scenic route and is your business allowing you to take that scenic route? Um, do I have the right team in place for next year? Do I have the right team in place right now? Is you got to ask yourself that is my culture on point internally, uh, externally is that that's the hard facts. And, 
so many entrepreneurs, they don't ask themselves what's, what, what's the outside image doing? You know, what, what, what are, what are people saying? Um, is my compensation on point with, 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 with key players? Am I treating my staff right? Are they, are they prospering? Is that it's one thing for you to prosper, but for your key players is that you need to look at not just the pay you're giving them, but the lifestyle that you're giving them. Um, What's a, a bad economy going to do to to us? What's it going to look like for my business? Uh, if you're a single person shop, you know, is is on a big shop is is are there is there dead weight that I can that I can cut? Um, is there is there things that I can eliminate? Is there, um, there are there more services I can bring in? Is are we doing are we doing too little with too many? Or are we doing too much with too few? There's the other side. Am I burning people out? Um, if you're a single person shop, if things slow down, how, how, how do you survive this? Is that these are all things that we've already got planned out for the entire year. Is that what are we looking at? How can I go from just surviving to thriving? Is that I don't want to take and just survive the situation. At some point, I want to get through the slow time and then I want to start growing. And so that might be a, a part-time gig to help you along. I did that. I did that. If so, what 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 puts me in front of prospects? My wife and I both did this in the early days of our business, and we've contemplated it during different hard times in the economy. You know, and I've said it many times. Diane went out, and I would I'd be detailing all day, and then and then we started other businesses up, and Diane would go and do fine dining, you know, service at night, and 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 I taught skiing in the wintertime. You know, when it was a little slower, we, we both grounded out, man. And then there was a there was a portion for the first couple of winters that we actually had wintertime full time gigs. And and our our business was kind of part time. And what it did is it we thrived. We gained market share that way. We weren't hurting and we, yeah. we paid our bills. And sometimes it was tight, but we did it. Um, well, I need to turn my business into a part time side hustle for a bit to survive. And to get me into a thrive position, I did this too. And again, so did my wife. Is we we had to for the first couple of years. We just it, it became part time for short periods. But look what happened. I mean, the rest is history. Is we we knew it. We recognized it. We weren't going to let you know our pride get in our way. We still don't do that. You know, even through hardships, man. I can tell you this. I can count on her, and she can count on me. You know, I gave her a card at the last training. I've started, Chris. Those the the handmade cards I give you guys. You know, and I always try to put a, a special mes message in there. And I gave one to Diane and, you know, she was in tears because of what I put in there. She's just, you know, is 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 thick and thin is we're going to get through it. There's nothing. Things don't really scare me anymore. I, I've been through too much. And and, you know, I, do I worry about things? Oh, yeah, I do. There's things there's concerns. But me surviving and me profitizing and me moving ahead in business, that's not one of my fears. You know, I've gotten past that a long time ago. You know, I think I've told this story so many times. Carol Shelby, I remember I, I, I was in person with a million other people and he, he was giving a speech. I think it was at, well, I know it was, it was at SEMA. And he goes, you know, you could, you could put me in the middle. He was, you know, 80 something years old at the time. He goes, you could put me in the middle of Michigan in January with not a dime in my pocket and butt, butt naked. And by, uh, by, by summer, I'm going to be on top of it again because I know how to do it. Yeah. And if that's not um, true. And, and you've, you know, that's exactly it, right? You've had, 
you've had the experience, you have the knowledge, but more importantly, um, you have the ambition and, and everything else to go out and do whatever you need to all over again. If you ever need to, you know, I feel that I feel the same way. I don't, I don't worry about it like I used to either. I know that, um, you know, if times ever get rough for me, you know, not only can I, you know, dig my own way out of it, but I've got a whole bunch of people behind me that are going to be there too, just in case. Oh, and, absolutely. uh, absolutely. and as long as all that, as long as all that's always in place, um, I'm going to be okay. May get to may get uncomfortable for a little bit. Um, but in the end I'll be okay. I, I always tell my kids I'm the king of uncomfortable. You know, as, as Diane and I, when we went through some really challenging times, you know, in our, in our, when our family was really, you know, really, really young, our youngest one wasn't even around um, yet, but you know, we, we made ourselves very uncomfortable so we could make our kids more comfortable. Right. Um, and sometimes I always say this, just something simple as this is, you know, it's, it's, I take an every day when I get out of the shower in the morning or in the evening or both, man, that, that, that faucet goes to full cold water. And for me, I heard it's healthy for you, but it, it, it reminds me that nothing's too tough. And just like turning that water on for the last 60 seconds on pure cold and up here in Big Bear this time of year, it, it, it's definitely cold. And we don't keep the house at, you know, 72 degrees. Our house kept about 68 degrees. I love it because it's just it reminds me that everything, every struggle is a short term struggle and that there's always big things ahead. And so, you know, I think that I've watched you grow, Chris, even in the last four years, you know, to where, you know, I've seen you mature in your 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 uh, your business outlooks in life. Um, it's pretty cool. And, and likewise, like last night, you know, my wife was sitting there and she's telling me, man, I just can't, I can't, you know, it's, it's unreal to watch you to, to, to adapt to things, you know, the way you've done it. So many people when they get older at my age, just don't pivot. And well, these, uh, these, these last four years, you know, working with you, has been has definitely been invaluable right i mean it's you know not only has it just been a good experience but it's been a good learning experience and man just the just the things that i've picked up you know being around our trainings around the members of our detail mafia around you around other people in the industry i mean if i had to go back and start things over again holy cow it would be a whole different experience than it was you know oh yeah right yeah well the people around us i mean everybody uh, everybody listen there's so many people, you know, there's a long list of people that going back to my earliest days, you know, in, in business that have, have pushed me forward. Um, I didn't do this on my own. Everything I've done, you know, even recently is it comes back to people in my life, you know. Yep. Um, and, and, and it's funny because you see that. I can always tell when somebody's going to really struggle because when they get opportunity and they don't appreciate the opportunity is you can see failure on the horizon. But when they do appreciate the opportunity is that you can see, you can see that it, it, it's, it's plain as day, you know, it's plain as day. And so, you know, unknown economics ahead. I mean, we don't know, even when it, the economy's good, something could happen. Look what nine 11, 
I remember when in September 11th happened, we were, we were rolling pretty good, you know, economy. And it really, it really set us back a little bit. Right. I mean, it just, you, we didn't, nobody, I mean, how, you know, nobody saw that coming. It was horrible. I mean, honestly, at that point, the economic side of it was, I mean, we're a different country and world back then. I mean, we just came together, but I mean, we were concerned, but we had people coming out of the woodwork and we grew. I mean, it's like COVID shutdown. We, we didn't, we never saw anything. The world hadn't seen anything in modern day times like that. Right. We grew a lot of us. And when I say we, I mean, entrepreneurs in general, we grew, we grew, we did fine. And some people struggled, but that's just, you know, process of natural selection. It's going to happen. I hate to say it. Um, but it's, it's, it's with this is that, you know, I come down right now and I, and I do this even in non-economic times and hardships is I evaluate wants versus needs and then categorize that as assets versus liabilities. So is it a tax savings? Is it something I can write off? And right now, if it's not something I, if I don't need it and I, and I can't write it off, I'm probably not going to, I'm not going to purchase it. Uh, and that's been pretty much my entire entrepreneurial career is I've had that basic outlook on things is want versus need. And I'm good at wanting, you know, I'm really good. I went from need, need, <laughs> yeah, need. You, you and me both. <laughs> right, right, right. We, you know, so I, we went from, you know, want, 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 you know, want versus need. And, and we still, you know, I really look at that. Um, I'll be attacking the market, you know, is that we're not going to write. I mean, in our businesses, we're not going to sit back is we're going to, we're going to plan it out. How, you know, with who, what, all these different things is that, you know, I can, I, I'm not going to settle. Uh, I'm going to be gaining net worth is how, how do I do it? I plan it. I want people around me to grow, not suffer. How? Because we plan it. And, 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 and that's really an important part of this is that, you know, we want people that with like energy, with like, with like thinking, everybody says, Oh, you just want a bunch of clone. No, I want, you know, here, here's the thing is, is why would you surround yourself that don't with people that don't match your morals and values? it always blows me away when you go on to different and it's not, it's not one industry or another. It's pretty much widespread across it is that, you know, I was talking to a good friend of mine and, you know, a serious white collar professional. Right. And we were, we were talking a few months back and, and he was saying it was the same thing is that you'll see these people, you know, and they'll say, Oh, you know, that group over there is such and such, you know, they're just, they're all brainwashed. They're all, no, they're, they're, they're like thinking, you know, is they yep. they you know it's not that there's clicks it's not that they they think alike and whether you like it or respect it or agree with it that it doesn't matter that's their decision and they've made it and and if you're shitting on it well you're just a shithead um, <laughs> I just well and, and and it's true because it's it's there's different strokes for different folks you know very old saying and 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 I just Hey man, if somebody's part of something and I'm not, and I really don't want to be part of it, why, why would I even say anything? You know, I mean, there's no upside to that other than you're opening your pie hole, you know? And so it's just, you know, it, 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 it's, 
It's as simple as that. So even then, you know, people want to super grow their companies overnight and they're, they're putting out, you know, they're, they're putting out funds they don't have. And that's even people that come to training. We, we, we don't want you to do that. We understand you're investing in your company, but if it's going to hurt you being here, this is not the right time for you to do it. I mean, I'm being a hundred percent transparent is that the last thing I want somebody to do is come and sit at this table on a Monday and, you know, they're, they're, they're hurting. That's not why you're here now. When yeah, you get you to know, point, go ahead. Sorry. We don't, we don't really have too many, you know, we don't really have like too many options for financing training for that very reason. Right. I mean, you, sh you shouldn't, you know, we don't encourage nor feel like you should be going into debt to, to sit there. You know, it's we, uh, it's a we, dangerous we, hole to get into. It, it, we could fill it. And this isn't being cocky. We could fill up probably double the amount of trainings if we offered fine and the financing's out there. It's not that we can't find it is that if somebody has got to finance it, it, it worries me. You know, it, it worries me. It concerns me. Um, now, if they came to us and said, hey, do you have financing? I'd really like to write this off into my, my accountant. OK, maybe we need to look at that side of it. But the other side of it is, is I, I just it's just not about the freaking money. It never has been, never will be, you know. Um, and so, yeah. you know, that's what we're looking at is all these different things. And so I'm going to end it with this is is to me, this is. And this is just my opinion, is that for me, December is very spiritual. Um, it's got a lot of meaning uh, in my beliefs, but it's also got a lot of meaning in my memories of family. And we didn't have a whole lot, but I'll tell you what, Christmas Day was was special to us. Um, putting up the Christmas lights, I, I don't know if you know this, I was, my sophomore year, um, we we're going sophomore, junior, 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 senior. I can't remember. We we're going to the playoffs in football and um, we we're getting ready. It wasn't Christmas, but I was putting up the Christmas lights on our house for my mom and grandma. And we had a tree near our fireplace and we always loved to have a, a fire on, on Thanksgiving or Christmas. If it was cool enough, in Southern California, we didn't have very many of those, but we, we did, we did like it. And I got up and I was trimming this tree while there was Santa Ana winds and it, pulled me off the roof, landed on a, a, a piece of concrete, curved concrete, and broke a couple ribs and had to play in a game the next day, the next night, uh, Friday night, and with broken ribs. And my ribs took, like, I seriously, it was, it was, it, it sucked because my ribs didn't heal up for a while. Um, but I, that's part of the memory. It's part of going back and enjoying that. And, and living, living out the traditions and sharing those traditions with, you know, telling stories about my mom and my grandma, my great grandma, my, my grandparents and, and hearing Diane's, you know, side of, of things. That's what's sacred, you know, and our kids are scattered all over the country. But, you know, I, I think this time of year, I, 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 I will I would be a liar if I said I didn't work hard during this time of year because it was busy for us. But the one thing I did was I was always home for Christmas and we always tried to, you know, one of our businesses that we owned is we went crazy the day after Christmas and we stayed busy until well after New Year's. And I sold that company. We, 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 st we started the company and Diane did a great job of, of, of running that, that, that company uh, in our early days. And, and we kind of split task as I was running, you know, 
the detailing company, the shops. Uh, I was already I was already working with with product uh, companies at that time. Shell, um, and and so we split duties on that. But we sold that company because it was just it was killing our our family life. And we I remember coming home one one fall day and I said, Hey man, we got to, if this thing's, we're going to run this thing through the busy season of winter. Cause it was really quite success, successful in the winter. It was, it was a good summer business too, but winter, we just killed it and we're going to sell it. And, and ironically, the next day we were approached about somebody buying it. And by that December, uh, excuse me, by that January, it was sold. It was pretty cool. So, so Hey, I forgot to ask you one question and then we're going to close out. What was one as a kid that go back to, to, you know, your favorite age, what was one gift that you always wanted that you never got? Oh goodness! Mine was a go kart. I always wanted a go kart. We we built go karts in our neighborhood, but they always fell apart because they just you know we were making them out of lawnmower frames and you know riding lawnmower frames and you know old Briggs and Stratton engines and wheels that you know were wobbly and we'd get them up to speed and they it was like the six million dollar man commercial. It just it just you know remember remember the story. You're probably you're well, you know, do you remember the six million dollar man? Oh yeah. Series? Yeah. I do. So, it, it wasn't it wasn't something I really watched, but I, I remember it. I was really into it. And, oh, and I don't I don't know the answer to that question. That's it's not that I you know, it's not because I've gotten everything I've ever wanted. It's just I don't think nothing nothing stuck in my head. Yeah. It yeah. It well mine it did. Go kart. Yeah. Man, I, oh God, I wanted to go kart so bad. You know? I've always wanted a go kart. I never had one, but I also never asked for one. You know. <laughs> well, you kind of, you've got a you've got big big guy go karts now. You got several yeah. go karts. You yeah. know, if you look at it that way. Well, hey, no, I hope this true. kind of kind of helped. Right, we we put this together, and uh, we're really excited about the future of these podcasts going into the new year. We still got a few more left for this year. We'll take off some time during the Christmas break. Maybe do some reruns. You know, of some of our more popular ones. Um, we're also going to change something up and I, I really want to take and kind of ask me anything podcast where you submit questions and we answer the questions live on the, on the podcast. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good questions. idea. Yeah, I do too. And so I think that we can start doing that maybe every third or fourth podcast, you know, we'll get, we get a lot of, uh, we get a lot of requests. So why not incorporate it into the podcast? So, well, Chris, any uh, closing comments before we, uh, I get to take and uh, take off and get Boomer down to his cardiologist. I think that's it for right now. You know, we, uh, we do have uh, next week, we have another training week. So we have students coming in um, and we got a, we got a really, a really cool uh, group of students coming. Um, we got Brian Crosby from, uh, from detail link out in Georgia. Um, yeah. Jared Classen cool. is also out that way. Uh, Romero Torres is coming to training. Oh, and cool. Ryan Ryan Ray, and then uh, and then our interns are Michael Hill, uh, which will be fun because he's you know the fifty pound brain, right? Right. And yep. uh, and Chris Tabieros is coming, so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a full house next week. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. We had a man. All of our classes are amazing. This last one we just we laughed a lot. You know we were cracking up. We got a lot of business done, but we we laughed a lot. The, the boys could drink coffee so <laughs> hey make sure if you guys talk to ann tell her you know hey is uh we got to figure out a way to get her to i, I gotta sneak a camera in there when she does this because I, I i you know 
I think I don't know. I don't know what to expect when she takes her her first her first sap sip of my uh, of my <laughs> your, white. So your, your math. All right, guys. You're right. Yeah, man. I've got dude. I even customized it more last week on input from the guys, and I think I've got it nailed if I say so myself. And uh, it's pretty damn good coffee. But um, Chris, thanks a lot, dude. We'll uh, I'm sure yep. I'll talk to you a little later today. But I'll have a lot of I've got a, I've got several hours of driving in front of me down there and back. Wish me luck with Boom. I hope everything you know. 14 years old, we always worry about him a little bit. It's a little stressful trip for him, but we got to go down and get his meds adjusted and. He was out this morning with me at six something this morning out for his walk. And last night he was, he kind of hurt himself a little bit because the coyotes were out and one must've got close and he went nuts. Well, he kind of hurt his, his leg or something and was limping a little bit. Uh -oh. I, I had to go out and make sure that, you know, nothing was jumping over. Or he wasn't trying to get over anything, but 14, almost 14 and a half years old. He still wants to go kill coyotes, you know, and he has killed him. So, and then we, Oh, we just guess what we just spotted just 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 a couple miles away from us. Probably I've I've seen mountain lion, especially up in Idaho. I dealt with them up in the wild uh, on a couple occasions, and I'm not kidding you, man. Darren and I had a run in. We've seen two here. Her and I, we had a we had a face not a face to face, but we were within you know probably 50, 60 yards of a female, but she never got aggressive. Man, they. Somebody just took a picture of a male. I mean, it was the biggest mountain lion. This thing was just muscled up. Huh. And so uh, neighbors of ours caught a bobcat in their rabbit cage a couple weeks ago. Norman, that was here for the one day. Um, his wife went out and heard screaming, and this bobcat had gotten into their rabbit cage and done some damage but got stuck in there. So <laughs> I'm like, how do you – Reminds me of the coyote and the roadrunner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's sitting there pacing and going nuts, and they got to go out and, you know, they divide, you know, he's a firefighter, so he devised a way to to let it out in a way that he didn't get, you know, mauled. But uh, hey, everybody, uh, great having you on again. Thanks for all the uh, thanks for all the love. We sure appreciate it. Hope this helped. Uh, we love hearing your messages. Uh, reach out to us, Randy at detailing success.com, Chris at detailing success.com. Chris, we'll talk to you yep. later in the day. All have a good one, man. All right. We'll see you guys next Sounds time. Sounds good. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Rennie Doyle podcast brought to you by detailing success and PNS double black. Listen to new episodes weekly and be sure to subscribe on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to share with your friends and colleagues.